We're good. We uh, yeah. what's up, fam? What's All the way on? from Clovis, New Mexico. Yeah, it's ass. They set up. You look like um. You said Dan Orlovsky, but you look like the one guy who some sometimes they put him on from like his basement, and he says that his <laughs> wife banishes him to the basement so he can't do it from the man cave anymore. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you look like. You look like your man cave is being utilized for like Pinterest or something. Damn, that's her again. But I don't know. Just gotta get used to it. This is uh, it's new. How's the Dude, audio week sound? Twelve. I, I, you sound good. Sounds I sound good. good. All right. Cool. Yeah. Just making sure. But yeah, week twelve. Dude, I can't believe that the season's flying by. Dude, it's flying by, and like, I feel like the last time it flew by like this was the year we went to Super Bowl. But it's flying by for a different reason now because it's so depressing. Fucking. I know. I, I assume you watched the game. I did, yeah, and I have my buddy over, uh, Choosy, who's a uh, he's a Browns fan, so. Okay. And yeah, he, it was pretty rough. I mean, I got I got a little wine drunk. I'm not gonna lie, but every single time, like something, like I I don't know. I should have went back over the game, but uh, I don't know. It was. No, just... don't don't torture yourself. My mom asked me what the score was, and I was trying to explain to her like garbage time, like that Goddard touchdown that really didn't mean Matter. much other yeah yeah and she was like well it was it was actually close and i was like no the game was absolute if the browns play like that you that was like the best case scenario that you wanted for us to win and it just wound up being a shitty game for us as well like baker mayfield looked trash you did I think. our defense honestly like i mean they didn't play well like uh any points to the browns except for a field goal until like the fourth quarter i'm pretty sure right and they, they basically held their running attack, which that that's the key to beating the Browns. If you could just stop them from running the football, it will. they can't really do much. Like, they need to run it to give Baker some sort of time. If there's no threat of them running like it was for us, that's. I think that's why. I also didn't realize that Jarvis Landry was doing so horrendous this season. Yeah. Um, I just picked I, him up. I don't get it. Like, I just, I just can't see them being 7-3 and three right now, like, especially with – how they looked against us. I don't get how they were finding ways to win against other teams. Like, but right. But I mean, there's not much to get into in this game, but how do you feel about Wentz after that game? Like you'll say it was a bad game, right? Uh, it was a bad game, but like even the pick six, I'm watching it. And I'm like, poor fucking Wentz, man. Like he got lit up trying to get rid of the ball and it happens. Um, and then, there's another like that Alshon pick, like that was just oh like, my God. lazy fucking like I can't really blame him for that. I don't know, man. He's just got to. You be can't more blame aggressive. who? I feel like you can't really blame Wentz that much for that. Oh uh, no, not like, at all. Alshon didn't try at all. So if you think about those two picks, I mean, those are there's only two. Right. And then no, and there was the one in the end zone. Did it get reversed? It didn't get. Yeah, it got reversed. It did get reversed, and then he threw another pick. Yeah, but the the Alshon one is. People are going to point to that and say Wentz turned the ball because he has turned the ball over in like plus Eagles territory or not not Eagles ter- territory opposing territory a lot this season mm-hmm. and they're going to point to that one to be like look at that pass Alshon Jeffrey that that play right there shows why I hate that dude with everything inside like he didn't attempt to catch the ball at all I felt like I felt like. When you throw a deep pass, and I know that I'm not going to catch it, so I just stop running, that's mm-hmm. what it seems. And yeah. I don't know. It's just frustrating. One of, one of the more frustrating picks this season because, I mean, we're driving that drive for the most part. Mm-hmm. And it looked like we had a, at least a chance, man. But even, even before then, it's just – like there's no creativity in anything that they do ever. Right, 100%. So we've been saying that for fucking weeks, and it's really frustrating. I mean, watching the Rams play on Monday night, like I was glued to that game because I was down to fantasy to Coco, and I had Brady and Cooper Cup going. Mm-hmm. But even the, even the Rams, like how they just run the ball down your throat, it's never the, it's never really the same. And this week they won in a different way. Like even though Jared Goff gave up a, a couple turnovers, fucking they they just are way more creative on offense. And right now I think that we, you would have to say that the Eagles are probably even in our own division, probably third with creativity in the playbook right now, like yeah. Washington before they had 
robot Alex Smith back there were throwing some creative stuff. Dallas, I mean, I guess the Ben DiNucci game was like a like an aberration, but they're trying to do some stuff. And they just have more playmakers. Dude. We don't have anybody like that. Yeah, you're really seeing it. And um, I don't know what they're going to do this week if, if their defense can't stop Seattle at all. I feel like Hurts is going to come in at some point. Uh, this game, and that might be like how they have to go moving forward. Because I can also see uh, what's his name, Collinsworth, like talking about him yep. uh, this week on Sunday Night and Football. You can Metcalf hear the storyline before, yeah. You can hear the storyline before it plays out, especially with him. Right. Um. But yeah, if they're down by like 17 or 14, nothing, and uh, we're not moving. I mean, I feel like you have to at this point, just because look at how close we are in the division like come thursday we're gonna be not in first place anymore no matter what i'm pretty sure because dallas is three and seven now and washington unless they tie as well Uh, unless they tie which would actually kind of hurt us but right with this division that i I can't put it out of the realm of possibility i also didn't know that andy dalton was back so like i wish we would have got that giants win because now, like now, a game a game against Dallas is a lot more daunt. Like, look at how shitty we played against them at home. That was our home Dallas game, and now mm. they have a competent quarterback. Like, I'm not saying Andy Dalton's the best, but nah, I I think either way it doesn't change that much. Um, really? I think it might change like the end of the game, where he's kind of got like a little bit of comfortability. I feel like Danucci was a little you know starstruck yeah, playing like and green. starting his first. Yeah, so. Yeah, as far as that, but I, as far as skill level, I don't see there being like too much of a gap between any of their other backups and Andy Dalton right now. Dak's making himself look yeah. really good right about now. I, I think I think that Dak is making himself look really good, but I think that Andy Dalton is like probably the next tier up from their backups. Like I think that he's competent. I think that if you gave me a team and asked me to pick between him and like him and Daniel Jones, I would probably pick Andy. Mm-hmm. Like that, that type of, he's in that type of tier. Whereas Ben DiNucci, I don't think he should play at all. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think honestly, like our division might be the most interesting story because you've you never seen anything of this season. Like it might be low key. I mean, you haven't seen anything like this ever. Dude, and this is what, literally what, that South Park episode where they play baseball and they don't want to win yep. to keep playing in the summer. No one wants to take it. No one wants to take it. And the frust- the frustrating part is, like, what if we get in there? And I've, ta- I've talked about this for the past couple weeks. Like, if we get in there, we host a playoff game, and then we win. Where they go on, like, a little bit of a fucking run. You know? Mm-hmm. Any team. I mean, I don't – I think that, honestly – Obviously, I want to say that the Eagles are the most set to do it, try to, like, maybe win the playoff game. But I think that I could see Washington potentially doing it. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's just so, so shitty. Like, I wish that I – know, I know you're not for, like, redoing the playoff structure, but it's just so shitty a, a team from this division is going to host a playoff game. I get that, but you can't change – all of that just because of one year and one conference and one division. You right. really can't. Right. Especially because you have the complete opposite over and in the NFC West. I think that makes it like even more interesting, though, that what if our team does win right. in a playoff game or one of our division like uh, opponents like does beat somebody that was just deemed as a little bit more formidable. I mean, that's just that whole any given Sunday concept that makes football – Interesting. So. Right. But I definitely I have the Eagles and and I'm surprised you picked them to win this week. I even told I even told Melissa I was like this is probably going to be one of our shorter ones because there's absolutely nothing positive to peel back in my opinion from that game other than that the defense showed up for yeah. three and a half. Minutes. Yeah. I mean there is that and um I think what's positive is you know that Alshon's gone next year. Yeah. He's come back and had zero impact, actually more negative impact. Right. And like, um, I don't I, they, I thought that sorry, go ahead. Sorry, and I feel like you can tell that they need a power running game and I think that's become evident throughout the season, not just that game. And um 
Yeah, they just need to get healthy and younger. I, I think that's the only positive you can take is um, that this isn't their year. I, I think that really just like solidified it and right. maybe maybe you don't even attempt to get into the playoffs. Like maybe you attempt to see what you have, clean house a little bit, keep yep. wins and just focus Start on over. like yeah, you're you're gonna get in there and what? Like be down by fourteen again. Right. In the fourth quarter, like it, it's ridiculous how every single game plays out the same exact way with this team, and like nothing adjusts. And and you've been calling, and a lot of people have been calling for us to get younger, and we bring back Jordan Howard. Like that's what, and he's he's on the practice squad. He'll he'll most likely dress. We did. The next, yeah, yeah, he's he's back. That's good. That's good. I mean, even that's just a, a step in the right direction. He's not necessarily younger, but uh, I I feel like last year. We kept getting angry because they wouldn't use him correctly, and then whenever he would go in, he'd get like a seven-yard carry or like two yeah. seven-yard carries, and they just take him out. Like it makes no yep. sense. But that's Dude. something that they need against Seattle if he does come in, and against these other good teams. Right, and and he's perfect for this time. Like he's, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like what you can equate a player like him to. He's like that player where kind of what I thought Gronk was going to be like. I think that Tampa Bay signing Gronk for a whole season was like pointless. I would have tried to sign him now where his body's going to be fresh. He could just be training. Not have been taking punishment of practices or whatever, even though they barely practice. But like Jordan Howard coming in now, I think would be perfect. I just, I'm glad it's not a long-term fucking deal because what does this tell you about the organization though? So they know favoritism or not even that, like, they are just now realizing that this is a need, that they need a player like him. Mm-hmm. They could have signed him six weeks ago. Right. Or no, not six weeks ago. Like when did he get? He got released by Miami, right? Yeah, I, I forget when he. I forget when he um got released, but. Or you bring at least somebody in to address some type of like power running game. Like you need some type of bruiser, and it right. took them until week twelve to do that. And but, I. It's like frustrating because they're bringing them in, but they're a team that, to to me, one one of the things that's been most successful is the running game. In my opinion, like they get it going and they go away from it. So like now we have him. If we get it, like are we actually gonna throw him in there or are we gonna just have this guy who can help you chip away? Like I go back to his game against fucking Green Bay last year where we don't win that game if he's not fucking ball control offense things like that. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, we just got to utilize them right. But I also think it's, it's I don't know, we're, we're just a bad team, man. I mean, it's yep. as simple as that. So if we do get the running game going, it looks like, oh, well, we're down by 10 or 14. Well, now we have to throw the ball because we have to make up for lost time. Yes. So it's just, again, it's just the entire top-to-bottom team. It just does not put together anything that you can – like feel good about on any of these Sundays. What when's the last time we felt good and the Eagles won? Well, felt felt good and won is is a completely different question. Like I I feel like it was a pretty because we good, felt good and lost. Right, right. But that's not you should not ever feel good about exactly. losing. That's it's like how bad. Literally, just because some stuff is trending up. Like I guess you could say that fourth. You can't even say the whole fourth quarter, but, like, the last eight minutes of the first Giants game, you know? But even that, man, like, it's right. fucking Giants. Exactly. The Giants without Saquon, you would not think that you would need heroics, you know? Yeah, but that's, again, but, every game. I mean, if we look to the box score of every Eagles this game this year going into the fourth quarter, I feel like we're down uh, multiple possessions. Uh mm-hmm. 10 out of 11. I think 10 out of 11 games. The only, the only game think, that we weren't was the Washington game, I think. No. I, I Well, maybe that or San Fran, because I think we were up at the start of the fourth, and then San Fran scored, and then we scored again, and then we got a defensive touchdown with yeah. random ass dude. Dude, what happened to Fulgham? Look, I mean, that's why I was saying everyone was so high on him. Yeah, he's got the most receiving yards in the NFL since he came in. I mean, yeah, it's a good stat, but at the end of the day, stats are stats. He hasn't made an impact since his first two games. 
and it's not for lack of targets. He's still the highest targeted player on our team. It's just which is what's frustrating to me with Alshon is that how does he come in and your best receiver is still because I'm I'm saying right now Fulgham's the best by the numbers like you just said. But like how's he more blanketed? You put a guy who was a Pro Bowler out there and he's getting absolutely no fucking like. No, basically no coverage. Like he's just getting one on one, and I get that is because it's Alshon. He's never been a good route runner, like an elite mm-hmm. route runner. So you don't have to divert a elite resource to him. But there should be no reason that Des Bryant has more receptions than Alshon Jeffrey right now, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of like looking forward to the future and like what kind of moves they need to make at least this offseason because right the, he can't call plays next year right like there's Shut no up. way yeah there's no way yeah i don't think uh, so don't what, do you, what do you think you want to see him back do you want to see doug back yeah i do want to see him back i think right, he is I, I think he's a good coach but yep. i feel like he's biting off more than he can chew right now and i think there's a lot of development that needs to happen top to bottom and I just have someone else in there like that can feel the tempo or can see something that maybe he can't see. Like, what's better, having one scientist work on a, a fucking theory or having like two different ones work on it and just getting that different perspective? I think that's something that they need. Right. And, like maybe with all the other offensive like they're because they're so like segregated by like position and stuff. Yep. All those other coordinators and it's just really stupid. So just right kind of limit that but have another like big figure in there with him that's just approaching it from a different way yeah and i i think that with with doug when frank reich was here i feel like they were both on an even playing field right now every coach under doug at this point hasn't necessarily like they don't have anybody on there who's a proven play caller who has won on this level. So Doug is always going to have, I think it's kind of an ego thing with him too. Like just listen to his Tuesday morning interviews or Monday morning interviews, whenever a game has happened, like he's just a lot more, Doug was never like snippy with the media. I think that he's taking a lot more on in the media and in play calling, but he's not necessarily the mad scientist that he thinks he is, you know? Yeah. He's not. It's the same thing in Chicago with Matt Nagy. Like, they're both mm-hmm. very similar where if they took a little bit – like they excel at certain things, but play calling is just not one of them, you know? What would I, you have said to me if at the start of the season, before any of these injuries happened, that we would have six losses and one tie going into all of our tough games, our stretch of those like three monster games? That were that – I would have said there's no way that that's our record unless Wentz got hurt. <laughs> exactly. Like it's just – I'm getting a little depressed yeah. thinking about it, but I, I don't know. Like the losses hurt a lot less each week. Right, hundred percent. Like, so Melissa said this thing that was kind of fucked up, but it's hilarious. She said, "I think I might have said it to you that if I die, do I want the Eagles to be my pallbearer so they could let me down one more time?" <laughs> yeah, Dude, it's it's just gotten to the point where like. I put them on every time there's a game on, but I'm, like, not invested anymore. Yeah. Which is, which is a sad thing. Well, it, it's yeah. hard to. If you, if you see no adjustment, there's been right. nothing that, like, um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. It's just like eating plain pizza all the time. If you're not putting any toppings on, like, you, it's whatever. It's pizza. Yep. You're going to keep eating it, but you're not going to have the same passion for it as if, like, oh, we do something through some bacon on that, some fucking pepperon right like, add something add some fucking spice like to this blandness that we're getting to see and uh, it's just hard to get really angry anymore like i don't get too angry about it or even if we had a game like i remember i'm not sure if it was last year or the year before but we were kind of spinning our wheels and we were just like win one lose one win one lose two and then we played yeah. Buffalo on, like, a rainy fucking Sunday in October. And it was just, like, Miles Sanders got going and then Wentz got going. And it was just, like, a random-ass fucking game where, like, at that point, Buffalo was considered, like, they're on the up, but they're not elite. But it's a team that you should beat. I just want us to beat a team that we should beat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's 
That's like, kind of been the story with them since the Super Bowl year. They they yeah. play down to the competition and usually uh, pull out one when they need to. Like they always just keep it close. It, it's never like a sure thing. This is the worst team to gamble on ever. Hundred percent. Yeah. I never have. So. I did um, last week. Oh God. I took I took them as underdogs. I took them. Hold on, I can tell you right now. Because they were the they were the only ones who fucked up my parlay. Yeah, well, I took them in a parlay and I took them outright with my last five bucks and they fucked me in two ways. Pauls. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's the that's the thing though. They're like the Ryan Fitzpatrick of teams because they're gonna make you think they're good enough to win the game and then they just. So I had Philly and Carolina. At mm-hmm. Plus, plus 482, and fucking Carolina did their part with PJ Walker. Shout out to Temple, and the Eagles just couldn't do shit. Like, in what world? In what world does PJ PJ Walker get? A, sorry, Phil Walker. Let me call him by his correct name. Phil Walker get a win, and Carson Wentz doesn't. Yeah, man. With no, well, no Miles Garrett. That's true too, but I mean, to be fair, we were playing Cleveland. Well, they, they were playing fucking who, – who did they play? Uh, I think they played Detroit. Yeah, they yeah, played Detroit. Never mind. Never mind. Him, but still, he hasn't started a game him. in the NFL ever. Got cut 12 times in two years. Dude, that's impressive. It's but, frustrating, but, I mean, we should probably talk about some, some good football, at least, like, some positives to, like – because, I mean, I am an Eagles fan, but I'm just a fan of the NFL – in general, and I like seeing, like, good, interesting shit happen. So, I mean, I feel like there's a couple good matchups. And, you know, I, I kind of went crazy. I forgot this week was Thanksgiving, and when I went to go fill out my thing, I was like, dude, why are there three Thursday night games? Like well, an idiot. Yeah. It's probably a good thing. Yeah. Do you think well, they're going to they... bump the Eagles and Seahawks and put uh, so I was So, I was just talking to my dad about that. Um, they moved Baltimore-Pittsburgh to Sunday. But in, in order to flex out a Monday night game, it needs to be, I believe, 10 days out for them to do it. Are we on Monday night? I thought it was Sunday night. No, Monday night. Oh, I, now I sound like an idiot talking about Collinsworth. <laughs> no, I could have swore it was Sunday. It's cool. But they might flex that. So I, it wouldn't surprise me if they flexed the, the Kansas City-Tampa Bay game. But I think that's going to be Romo's game this week. Yeah, that's 100%. But Chicago and Green Bay really does nothing for me. But last Sunday night's game was good. Fucking Raiders seem to be one of the only teams that can really give Kansas City any run right now. Yeah. Um, dude, it's, it's fucking insane. And I feel like, obviously, Kansas City is not going to win the Super Bowl every year. That's vir- It's virtually impossible. Even New England didn't do it in their prime. But imagine being a fan of the Chiefs, and when Mahomes had that ball with a minute, over a minute left with a timeout, you're like, oh, he's at least going to get us in the field goal range. Mm-hmm. Like, just having that confidence in a fucking player, and he made it look so easy. He always fucking does, so man. That, that's good. really why they're so scary is because yep. they, they have that type of um, crunch time player. Right. And, um, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't – like, it only matters is do we have – can we win on this possession with how many mm-hmm. points are left? And do we have enough time? And that's just like scary going to the playoffs. I don't really know any other team that could do it as efficiently as Kansas city. You could possibly say, um, like Seattle, but right. But they're even them, their they're, they're showing, can't get the stop. Yeah. They're showing them their, their, their true colors right now. And that's like an interesting, uh, way to look at it at least this week with the eagles um obviously well i don't want to get into picks but i did pick the eagles this week reluctantly i already, but, I already spoiled that yeah yeah it's whatever but um i don't know something's just telling me that we got to beat them one time yeah like it wouldn't it be something if this is the one year where everything looks so shitty, but we actually do beat them, whereas, like, every other year right. you kind of expect to or you think you should? Yep. So, and that, that's we kind of, like, how they, how they are as a team. Um, but, again, I feel like Wentz will be out at, like, halftime or something. And then uh, You think so? 
I, I think so. If, if we're down or trailing, if we got no rhythm, like, I don't see how, like, you can at this point. I feel like you have to try anything if the division's up for grabs. And obviously, they still want to make the playoffs, like, if they're signing Jordan Howard right. to, to run the ball. Like, they're, they're obviously still trying to make a push towards it, and not just, like, all right, like, we're, we're out of it. So I hope so, dude. Like, I, I would like to see – obviously, I would like to see Wentz be the one to, like, lead this team into the future, but you got to kick the tires and see what you have. Yeah, you know? well, not just that. I, I think um, he needs to be held accountable, too, and I think that would set, like, a level of right. discipline, like, on the team and that like, – because he's kind of just, like, above everybody now. So if he gets yep. put down a peg – Maybe that'll uh, step up his play, but I gotta admit, his play has been bad. But I don't think it's the reason why this team's losing. I just think we're a bad team. No, you you can't you can't put it on one. On I, I wanted you know I wanted to put it on Wentz for the longest time, but you can't put it on one person. I mean, obviously you could point to his turnovers, you could point to coaching, you could point to the defense not showing up a majority of times. Like if we, I, I think that. On Sunday, even in the fourth quarter, that was the best case Eagles defense you could look for this season. Mm. It still wasn't enough. You know, it goes back to what we were saying where we can't get all all three phases to play correctly at the same time. And I don't even put special teams in there. Like, a lot of teams are having shitty special team years, you know? Yeah. But well, with the, with that, how bad this team is right now and, and how beat up they are, I don't think there's, like – there might be three or four QBs that could step in there and do better than Wentz is doing right now. I, I really think that. You and don't all, think there all, are? There are four. There's about four. Who, who do you have? Well, Mahomes. Right. Uh, maybe Kyler. Uh, probably Rodgers. And Russell Wilson. I think those are the only four that could actually do more than he's doing right now. Because if you look at all the turnovers, okay. he's getting fucking destroyed. He's getting lit up. He's still the most sacked QB in the league. And it's like, it's just embarrassing, like, seeing him go out there and just get fucking destroyed. No Drew Locke in there? Would you take Drew Locke over Carson Wentz right now? No. All right. All right, cool. At least we got at least we got some sense in there. So with with the rest of the NFL, what what's your game of the week in in this this slate? Obviously, nothing to look forward to Eagles wise until Monday. Which I, uh, sometimes I kind of like the having it just like everybody's gonna be talking about you that day, for the most part. But like, what, yeah. what's your game of the week? I got Tennessee and Indy. Well, I just watched them play and it was kind of boring, so I'm not gonna pick them, even though it is a very important game. Um, I'll go with Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Dude, I got to eat my words on that. This is definitely not for a division. It's Baltimore not. is looking like they might they might sneak in as a wild card at this point. Um, but they got a must win. I think they've lost like two in a row. Yeah. Maybe three. Yep. And, dude, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think that they may have just gotten a little lucky to have a little bit more time to prepare for this game, you know? Yeah, and do the, you really think Pittsburgh? Because let's look at Pittsburgh's um, most of the season schedule. There's no way they're going undefeated. No, no. If they I do, it's the worst undefeated team in NFL history. And there's 100%. only three of them. And I think this is probably their most likely game. No, that that Bills game could be rough for them, in my opinion. That. That and the Colts, but yeah, other than got, that, it's still wall. Okay, yeah, they got a couple. If if they go undefeated, then all right, then they're it's well deserved because their schedule definitely picks up. Uh, yeah, because they got Baltimore, Washington, Buffalo, Cincy, Indy, Cleveland, and you know all these teams are in playoff contention, like playing for seeding. So right. it's not going to be uh, you know Buffalo's locked the division or yeah. Indy has either. Um, I think if Indy wins this week, they have a pretty, like, they have, what, a two-game lead on Tennessee, I believe? No, they're, they're tied up right now. Did Tennessee win or lose last week? Oh, yeah, they're, they're tied to, they're tied to um, seven and three, but then the Colts was swept the season series. Now I'm, try, I'm trying yeah. to see what the rest of the Colts games look like. So they would, the Colts then have, they have Titans this week, Texans next week, Raiders, Texans, 
Steelers, Jaguars. So not not the easiest of schedules. Texans seem to have snapped out of the Bill O'Brien funk and at least be competitive. Yeah, but I think it's um, pretty favorable if you have that one game lead. Because yep, let me I agree. At, let me look at Tennessee. Tennessee, like, I don't know if they were, like, flash in the pan or, well, actually not. They're 7-3, but it, it seems like their wins have gotten less and less impressive. Yep, I agree. Um, I mean, squeezing, ten- squeezing that one out against Baltimore was... Yeah, Tennessee schedule, Tennessee. I, I, it looks a little difficult. You think so? Compared to Indy, I mean, Indy's got Pittsburgh, who, they if, they, if Pittsburgh loses a game by then, they might not be playing for anything. The second week right. before the season, like the Eagles when they were thirteen and one. Well, they might. Kansas City's right there. That's true too, but I think Kansas City's gonna lose this week. But they, again, that's another pick. They're playing Tampa. They're playing Tampa. Yeah. Um. So they're playing Indy, then Cleveland, then two easy games, then Green Bay, who could be playing for the first seed, and then Houston who might want a moral victory last week of the season. Right. Dude, you, re- you ready for some bullshit that I just heard on the radio today? What's that? Tell me how, fu- tell me how fucking Phil Rivers has only been sacked nine times this entire season. Well, it's the key to success, man. I mean... The trenches, dude. And, and how, how, not- I'm going to sack QBs this season and see how many good ones are uh, up there. And it's not like... I can't even blame the Eagles with that. It's not like they're not putting assets towards the offensive line. Like they have Dillard, they have Brandon Brooks who are out. Lane Johnson's been in there out, in and out. Sam Alu's finally back, and Kelsey's been there virtually a whole time. Like, it, oh my god! I think you could probably add plus or minus two wins if, if we have our starting offensive line that was like no injuries, you know? Yeah. So Wentz has been sacked forty times. The next is, is Russell the Wilson. In NFL? The next is Russell Wilson with 33, but Russell Wilson also rolls out a lot, so I feel like yeah. he might like enable some of those sacks. Mm-hmm. And then Daniel Jones is 31, Matt Ryan is 27, and that's like the top five. Okay. So the that's fact that he's sacked, but he's like getting dropback sacked, like he's not even like getting a chance to extend. It's like they get a free rusher up the middle, and I, I can't believe he's still healthy right now. Like getting Neither can I. It's bad. That's not even that's not even just hits. It's just yep. it's full on like sacks. Like you know they lost. Uh, oh my god! Let's see how many times he got hit this year. I don't think it's even remotely close. It's a good thing I got this laptop, dude. That kind of helps. Yeah, Drew, it's lit. The pro- the problem with, with this that frustrates me is I've never seen a QB take more hard hits than he takes, you know? Oh, my God, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's getting destroyed. Like, and these guys aren't little guys that are hitting him. I mean, uh, right. what's his name? Denzel Ward had a good hit. But he's the guy who caused that interception. Like, as soon as I saw the ball go up in the air like that, I'm like, oh, he definitely – the hit affected him. It was a blind that, side. That- that worked out for me, though. I started their defense, got 20 points, and I wouldn't be Coco without that, bro. Yeah, the Eagles probably would have been – how much did they get this week? Because um, so you don't who asked know. me who to start, uh, the Eagles or Cleveland? Yeah, I dropped Cleveland. I mean, I dropped the Eagles for Cleveland. But I don't know. I'm starting Cleveland's defense again this week. They're playing Jacksonville with Mike Glennon. So should be – should be. They're the number six rank this week. But I'm, I'm just trying to look up like QB hits. Like I don't even know what the stat would be because I feel like if you look up QB hits, um, it goes like a defensive player. Right. Like times um, hard. Um, what is SK or SCKY? Oh, sack yards.
Okay, so QB hits. I got it right here. Russell Wilson has the most with 43. Wentz is right behind him with 42. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Wentz played 16 games last year and got sacked 37 times. And he's played 10 this year, and he's gotten sacked three more times than that. Right. And he's pressured on 27% of his throws, which is – well, that's actually not that – it's actually – it's top five, but it's kind of a skewed stat because number one is Nick Mullins, who only played four games, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you don't – like, now Phil Rivers has to be at the bottom. No, Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Rodgers, and Phil Rivers. All the last generation people are all down there that haven't really been hit too much, haven't been sacked that much. It's, it's insane, dude. But – Let's uh, dude. This this is actually interesting. Like I'm just on NFL.com. They got situational stats. So really, uh, yeah. First and second half, he's virtually the same with rating at least. Um, dude, everything's like just split. Like he's just. Oh man. It's, it's he's a frustrating player because you look you look at the numbers and. No matter, it's it's kind of like politics. Like no matter how you look at it, you can skew it either way, you know. Mm-hmm. But I I just hope that this season I think will have to be his last one where it's just like okay he'll get better. Like next year if nothing changes on his part, even if the weapons around him get better, like then we have to start looking at Wentz as a quarterback and starting to reevaluate. Because right yeah. now I think you can't as much as and I've been pounding Jalen Hurts drum since we got him. Well, not, not so much since we got him. I think since the tie, I've pretty much been saying that. But, like, it's just, something's just got to change. And I, I'll give him one more year. And then, obviously, if his whole offensive line goes down again, that's and that's going to factor into it as well. But then I'm also factoring this year that they didn't have a full training camp. You know? Like, they're, yeah. they're doing everything fucking virtually, barely having drills and shit, you know? Yeah, so I'm looking at... Uh... His attempts, like his first 10 attempts of the game, he's got a eight, this is his best QBR. His QBR is 86. Then the next 10, 11 through 20, it's 53, so the defense is adjust. Then 21 through 30, it's 78. So he's trending. So, like, so he goes back up, like, after, like, it's just a game of catch up. Like, if you look at every other great QB, um, it probably doesn't look like that. You would want that to be, even if it's going to be, like you said, from 11 to 20, if if it's in like that 50 range, you want it to be somewhere from 60 to 79, like 80, heaven above 80 is a little bit of like an aberration at this point, you know, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. He's frustrating. I'm just, I think that now that I'm looking more so towards not so much next season, but just seeing what we have. I'm going to be watching this play way closer, like watching what he's doing. Because right yeah. now I'm just looking at the team like we should win as a team, but I'll, I'm definitely going to be focusing on him more. Yeah, and I think the whole Hurts thing is like, I think the whole fan base is kind of clamoring to see something new out of this team mm-hmm. because it's just fucking abysmal watching the same bullshit every week down right. by two possessions late. Um and the same offensive fucking scheme that obviously doesn't work. And he said it's a Super Bowl winning offense. And he's just being stupid right now. So I think that's why a lot of people are calling for uh, for Hurts as well. I think it's also because if you look at, like you and I talked about it, if you were building a quarterback frame and style of play, Hurts plays more like what the elite right now are playing like. Like Wentz is athletic, but he's more of an old school gunslinger type quarterback, whereas Hurts is more dink mm-hmm. and dunk. Throw, throw deep if somebody's wide open, not really a risk taker, most likely going to beat you with your legs. You know? Yeah. He's, he's just a more exciting player on paper, if you yeah. look at it. And just with the turnovers of Wentz, um, I think at the end of the season, I'm going to use my game pass and analyze the turnovers and see how many of them were just his fault. And not like a guy, a miscommunication with a receiver, you know, your John Hightowers, um, yep. your Alshon Jeffrey picks. Your Zacherts stop running picks. Right. Like the stats would look a lot better, and uh, I think the team would ultimately be better if those plays didn't exist. But I mean, that's 
And it's it's yeah. fair to do that too because how how many times last year did we say if Aguilar caught that ball against Atlanta where a ten win team you know it's not like that so yeah. if we're if we're gonna pick on those one plays saying that they could have won this games we have to look at the interceptions as well but yeah. that that can segue us into picks because so we we split oh, we'll, we'll fuck I dropped my phone we'll split on the the Monday night game either way unless it's mm-hmm. a tie because. You went Seattle, I went Philly. Or no, I went Seattle, you went Philly. I got that backwards. I got the wrong thing up. But now we could go to Thursday. Not not a bad slate. I thought there was shit initially. Like, I don't remember last time Thanksgiving's had, like, hitters of games. But these are about as good as you can get, I think. For Thanksgiving? Yeah. This week, it's horrendous. I mean, it's Houston and Detroit. I mean, but considering, like, would you want to see Detroit against Kansas City where you just know Kansas City is going to fucking rape them 35-7? to 7? Hmm. They should just have Detroit and Dallas play every year or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't understand how those teams are on every year. Like, I, I, I yeah, get what down. does Detroit have to do with anything? Right. But, so, I, I got Houston in that game. I think Deshaun Watson is starting to go back to Deshaun Watson we know. And mm-hmm. Detroit's just like Matt Patricia's the second worst coach in the league, in my opinion. Yep, that's what I said last week. He's thirty-one Did out of thirty-two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna have to get into thirty-two after that. So I have Houston, and then I I have Dallas against Washington. You have Washington. Why mm-hmm. Washington? Um. Well, it really is a coin flip. Uh, when I look at Washington, I just kind of have more confidence in them than Dallas with the fact that, um, you know, Dallas got all these weapons and I don't know. This is at Dalton's first game back, right? Second. He played second and they won. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough matchup. I look at the coaches again and yeah, you can say Mike McCarthy's a Super Bowl champ, but not in this yeah, Super Bowl champion coach would, would be able to navigate this quarterback problem and at least right. have an even record right now. Um, I think Riverboat Ron is uh, he's going to be victorious on Thanksgiving. And uh, it'd be interesting because when was the last time uh, the football team won on Thanksgiving? So, like, maybe they'll uh, get something back for all the, the racist <laughs> main years. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I'm just going to ride with Dallas because they did just beat, in my opinion, a, a solid football team with fucking um, Minnesota, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that they can build on it. And I think that if Dallas gets in, they can potentially make some noise in the playoffs. So I, I don't know. And I just want to see Dallas fans, like, get there and then get their hearts broken. I don't really hate Redskins fans as much as I – sorry, football team fans as much as I hate Dallas fans. So anything yeah. that will – bring them misery i'll i'll like and then winning on th- then making the playoffs and then losing would be best case scenario yeah but i don't know for me i'd rather not have them get to the playoffs because really? then, then we have to hear of oh well you guys had your qb healthy and he couldn't take you guys to the playoffs so i'd rather not hear that than because then we'll That's roast fair. them for getting killed in the playoffs but they'll roast us for not even making it That's fair. Um, um, even, even though it's not on Thanksgiving anymore, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. I have Pittsburgh. Lamar I, Jackson is progressing, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that's true, but I, I took Baltimore. Um, it's definitely a must-win to keep up right. in the, the AFC playoff race because I think as of this moment, they're I think they're tied. They might have a tiebreaker over a team for like the seventh seed. Pick, I'm pulling that right now. Because I know uh, Miami six and four, and Vegas is six and four, and they're six and four. They're out of the playoffs right now. If it ended today. Really? Yeah. So right, right now, right now it's Steelers one, Chiefs two, Bills three, Colts four, Titans five, Browns six, Raiders seven. They have a tiebreaker. Yes. Do they play, or is it like strength of victory or something? Um, it does strength of victory. It, do, it doesn't tell you. It doesn't tell you, but if it's strength of victory, like, the Raiders beat Kansas City, so. Mm. Um, but then this week, so I don't know why it says the Ravens are on bye. I don't know if maybe they're, 
they're going to cancel the game. This is NFL.com. But the Raiders play the Falcons and Miami plays the Jets. So, like you said, it's a must win. If they, if they flip, Miami's probably going to beat the Jets. That's probably one of the safest bets of the week. Mm. So then they don't want to they don't want to go down another game. So I I, yeah. I agree with that being a must win for them. I just have Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so what, what's going on with that? Why did they change it to was it like COVID related? Yeah, yeah, COVID. Um. The I don't know why, because Pittsburgh players are pissed about it because this is their second game that got flipped. Like they were supposed to play Titans, the Titans got hit and then they moved it. And Pittsburgh's had knock on wood no cases, mm-hmm. so this is the second game that got moved. Um, and J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram have it, and I don't know who else, but they had to shut down their shit. They had to shut down like their facilities and shit. This fucking sucks. Right, dude. I can't wait for next season. Hopefully, we're not dealing with all this. Yeah, I agree. Um, then we have Vegas and Atlanta. I have Vegas. I'm starting Derek Carr this week, so hopefully he doesn't shit Good. the bed. Yeah, I think that's a pretty clear cut um, game to pick. Atlanta's and not Julio really. might be out. Oh, really? Well, that's good for me because I got Calvin Ridley. But yeah, I actually locked up a uh, top two seed in my other league in fantasy, so it doesn't really, really? matter. Yeah, the next two weeks. Oh, shit. And then I think I'm second place now in your league. I'm trying to think. Yeah, Ride, Ride took over first place. Scumbag. <laughs> nah, but um, he's got a good team, actually. Yeah. But I don't know. Vegas just seems like they're, they're pretty much – a, a superior team there. I would say that Gruden's a superior coach. Mm-hmm. And Atlanta, they have no identity right now, in my opinion. So I'm going with Vegas. You are as well. Yeah. Um, then we got Buffalo and the Chargers. I think that's going to be a high-scoring game, in my opinion. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it um, actually being a lot closer to yep. like, maybe like an eight-point win. Yeah. I pick Buffalo. I have Buffalo as well. Um I, I'm expecting and I need, need a huge game from Stefan Diggs. Last last time we talked a Buffalo game and I mentioned a receiver, I said Cole Beasley was going to have a big game and he did not. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting out there for Stefan Diggs this week because I need a big game from him. Yeah. yeah I, he's I remember one of the he best. had the first catch, too, for like yep. Buffalo. And I was like, oh, dude, that was right. And then, dude, so. Stefan Diggs might be the best um, pickup for any team this year. Mm-hmm. He's, well, he's, he's got to be one of them. He's had an instant impact, like him or Rivers, maybe. Right. Uh, yeah, River, Rivers got to be one. Dude, I, what happened? I, I'm not sure if it was last week or the week before where fucking Jacoby Brissett came in for just a Hail Mary, dude. Because um, Rivers can't throw that ball. It's insane. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. But um, Giants is Cincinnati. Giants in a lock, in my opinion, with no Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Prayers up. Yeah, I don't see what bright spot they could have um, as a team. And Giants are trending up. So, yeah, I picked the Giants as well. Um, Tennessee at Indy. I'm surprised that we picked the same team here. And it's Mm -hmm. mostly because it was a pick for me at this point. Um, Yeah, me too. I I think that they both had – they both had very similar wins last week where – you, you wouldn't have expected them to win that game. Like, I wouldn't have expected them to win that game last year, in my opinion. Um, both overtime wins. I mean, obviously, Indy got more lucky than Tennessee did because they got that fumble from Valdez Scanling. Mm. But I'm picking Indy. I think that they're just a better coach team and has no shot at Mike Rabel. Like, I think mm. Rabel's turned out to be one of the better coaches from the Belichick tree. I mean, two years isn't really much. But um yeah I have I have them winning and it's at Indy so yeah um I agree it was a pick 'em and I was about to uh you know I had that whole theory of both of those teams were gonna lose and then be a division for the game or something or for a game for the division next week yep. and then Tennessee would win but honestly Indy's like impressed me with the the quality of victories that they've had. Mm-hmm. and uh, I picked them last week to beat Green Bay and I'm just gonna ride it out and. Uh, I picked them to win the division at the start of the year, so okay. I think they're going to win this game. You're a big indie guy, dude. That game needs to be flexed, in my opinion. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind seeing that over Chicago Green Bay, but Chicago Green Bay hits more demographics. Yeah. 
original team. Well, not original teams, but older teams. Yeah, oldest um, rivalry in football. Yeah, Cleveland, Jacksonville. Jacksonville with Mike Glennon. I'm taking Cleveland. You're taking Cleveland as well. Yeah, slam dunk. Um, it's actually, not it's not a slam dunk. Um, oh, shit. Go on. I, I, I can see them. You know, they just came off, of obviously, a win. But, dude, they play like shit. And I feel like Jacksonville has been surprisingly, like, hanging around teams. Yep. They just kind of, like, blow shit in the fourth quarter. So, who knows? It could be a look ahead. And, you know, could Cleveland being 8-3. and three, Um Something about them sounds a little more seven and four ish, in yeah. my opinion. But I mean, I still pick Cleveland anyway, just because they, they have way more talent. But again, right. any uh, given Sunday. Yeah, I got to give it to Cleveland, especially. I mean, I I haven't not picked Cleveland this this year, even against us. Like, yeah, man. But um, yeah, I have, I have to give it to them, especially after. Oh shit, Siri talking. Especially after um, how they played us last week i think they can win they they can definitely win this game mm-hmm. um carolina and minnesota i picked carolina and i'm i i forgot philip walker might be starting again but I'm, I'm gonna ride with that okay yeah i picked uh minnesota i've been riding out with them all season i said they still could finish 10 and 6 so now they gotta win six straight <laughs> um but I think they no still have the cap- I, I, I still think they have the capability of uh, Cooking. Uh, of doing that because I went through their schedule with you a couple weeks ago and I said it looked favorable. But who who they lose to last week? Like someone should Dallas. Have. Dallas, yeah. Oh my god. Um, let's, see, let's see who they have. Vikings. So we have the Panthers this week. Then they have Panthers, Jaguars, Tampa, Bears, Saints, Lions. All right. Well, not looking as clear cut. And actually, surprisingly, I think Carolina is still in the mix. Very, very like sparingly. I have, but they, I have they're more so than Minnesota, I'm pretty sure. Or they have the same record. No, Minnesota's the nine seed right now because of tiebreakers. Carolina's 12. What What are their records, though? Because um, Minnesota's four and six. Carolina's four and seven. Uh, yeah, so Carolina hasn't had their bye week yet. Right. But, um, yeah, dude, I mean, it's. The the good thing going for Carolina is that they I, I pretty I'm pretty sure they still play Chicago who's the team ahead of them like they're ahead of them in there and then I I love Kyler Murray and Arizona I could see them losing a couple a couple games where may, maybe Minnesota sneaks in and no one wants to see Minnesota in in the playoffs in my opinion mm-hmm. like obviously right now you would have to say New Orleans and Green Bay are better but it wouldn't surprise me if Minnesota knocked them off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but. they just are, are kind of like a well-constructed team. I just um, – I haven't really watched them, like, that much this season. but So I can't really, like, analyze, analyze. them in depth. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're definitely a team I would – in Seattle, dude. That, that game came down to the last fucking 40 seconds. Like, they yeah. play teams super tough. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. You definitely don't want to see a team like that. Right. In, so then uh, Arizona and New England. I have Arizona. I'm surprised you didn't pick New England in an upset. Um. Yeah, that, that again, that was kind of like a pick them to me. But Arizona, I feel like they're going to keep things interesting yep. uh, in the West. Because if they lost that, they'd be 6-5 and five this week. Right. And I think New England's kind of just – Trending down. New England just lost to who did they play last week? Uh, fuck. Who did they just play? Who did they just play? Shit. I forget. They did beat Baltimore not too long ago, though. Yeah, but I mean, Baltimore's been trending down. The Texans they lost to. Yeah, that's a pretty um. So you're going up against Deshaun Watson last week, and he definitely had some success against them. So now you go to someone who's probably better than Deshaun Watson, at least at his game, okay. and uh, Kyler Murray. So 
I don't know. I think this is the, and this is the first time Bill Belichick has faced against him too. So he's, yep. he's definitely going to be something that you, you know, they have players that you can't really game plan for. Like he's right. definitely he's one, one of them. Those. Like you have to experience it and, yep. and see him having some success. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the DeAndre Hopkins, Stefan Gilmore matchup. That's going to be something. To mm. watch. Lots of flags. Um, yeah. Hunt. Chill, chill. Excuse me. Um, Miami at the Jets. Is is it bad that I could see the Jets winning this game? Um, no. Because I don't think they're going 0-16. And this is one that's ripe, with, ripe for it. Yeah, they could be on a uh, potential upset alert. And, I mean, they had a, some QB controversy going on, too. Yeah. In uh, Miami, but apparently two is going to start. Yeah. This week, so yeah, but I think the percentage, like instead of it being a ninety percent to ten percent, it might be like seventy thirty. Right. If Fitzpatrick was starting, I would pick the Jets. But the fact that Tua is probably going to start, that's why I went with Miami. But I would not be surprised if the Jets get their first win this week. Mm-hmm. Especially because everybody's hammering to start fucking Frank Gore and saying that they're just gonna they're just gonna hand him the ball like. 40 touches for that old ass man, dude. Yeah, just get him in the earlier, well, not early retirement, but an early grave right. at this point. Damn. Um, New Orleans at Denver, Taysom Hill going again. I picked New Orleans. I didn't even think about that, yeah. I low key would like to change to Denver, but I'm not gonna. Oh, shit. Why, what makes you want to change to Denver? You think they're going to get to Taysom Hill? Or you... Dude, it's fucking Taysom Hill. I don't like him. Are you in any ESPN leagues? No. You could start him at tight end last week. Really? And he started yeah. at QB? Yeah, some people got like his QB points as tight ends, it was, but they fixed it for this week. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a weird player, but... um. No, I could see Denver coming away with a win. But, I mean, I picked New Orleans anyway. I just totally forgot about Drew Brees like, being out for four weeks. Right. Dude, what's that say about Jameis, though? He's, like, 30-year-old fucking Taysom Hill who had only thrown two passes in the game before. Like, is the starting quarterback. And didn't play bad. Like, he completed 70-something percent of his passes. I mean, they were mm-hmm. all dink and dunks, but still. I, I got New Orleans. Yeah, man, I feel like he, he definitely gets a lot of first-team reps. Like, you, you think Breeze is going to be out there every day at practice? Like, right. Yeah, at this point, no. So, I mean, that's probably why he had a lot of success. Um, yeah, so I, we both picked New Orleans. I'm reluctantly sticking to it. Right. <laughs> um, Rams and San Fran. Rams are just looking like a – I can't say a powerhouse team, but it's kind of unfair to not say a powerhouse team. And it's because they do, in my opinion, everything well, but they don't excel at anything this season. Mm. They might low-key be like my, uh, like if I had to pick for a team that I want to see succeed this year in the playoffs, like if we're not in there, definitely the Rams, because they're everything I like. They're fundamentalists, they're under the radar, they're disrespected. And uh, they just play good football. So it's like all the characteristics I like. And uh, I I low-key was like tossing up this week just because, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of division matchups. Maybe not that many. But this is a big transition week. And like the playoff picture is really going to, it's already taken shape. It's going to shake out. Yeah. But it's going to fucking like create some separation this week so yeah but I still went with the Rams just for uh, just overall in a better position to win this week than San Fran I agree Um, my neighbor's blasting I thought that was your house dude is that the black keys yo no dude I think it's California fucking love the Tupac um, my dude, my table is shaking right now, and some dude just like I paused talking for a second because some dude in construction gear just like walked by my window and looked. But really? I think he was just trying to see if it's my house, but it's this fucking house, dude. This, they want to be fucking. What's that? I think they just turned it down. 
he hears you, yo. Thank fucking Christ, though. Jesus. Now he's about to just run it back. Um, in, in my opinion, pro- probably the it's, – it's my second favorite game of the week, Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I have Kansas City. I, I just can't bet against them, and especially with how Tampa is playing right now. They're, they're looking more like what you were saying, like a middle-of-the-pack type of team that just has a bunch of name-brand guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I disagree. I think Kansas City is going to lose another game this year, and I could right. definitely see it being this week. With uh, I agree. You know, because Andy Reid's game planned against Tom Brady before, and this is just a totally new new look team, and they they haven't had like success in um, oh thank you, they haven't had success in prime time, but this isn't quite a prime time game, so I can see it, you know, just being close, come down to the wire, and uh, just, like, one stupid thing goes wrong against Kansas City, whether it's uh, Frank Clark lined up off sides, like, the AFC Championship. Uh Um, So, I'm just feeling Tampa. I'm going to go with Kansas City, like you said, they're they're going to lose another game this week. I mean, this year. And for just how I think about football, is I would hate to go in on a high like that, like how they only lost one game, or how fucking if Pittsburgh were to go undefeated, there's no no adversary or something like that, and then you get to a playoffs, kind of like Baltimore last year. So if they were going to lose a game, I could definitely see it being Tampa. Um, yeah, I thought. I thought it could be last week against the Raiders, and I would love that storyline, like the Getting team swept. that Mahomes could get. Yeah, but I'm picking Kansas City just because I can't bet against the man. Mm-hmm. Um, That's From the best doing it right now to the best doing it last last QB generation, Green Bay, Chicago. I'm taking Green Bay. Yeah, Chicago is just. Um... Make your point. Well, all right, so, so one, yeah, thank God. Well, I, I actually might be interested in watching that because, uh, dude, I like Mitch. I, I feel like everyone should at least give him, a, give him a chance to watch one complete game, really assess what's going on and not look at just, like, the big stories that come out of it. And you can really see something. Um, Green Bay's also off a loss. My biggest philosophy is good teams don't lose twice in a row. Okay. Or at I least like it's very difficult to. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay just seems like the slam dunk pick. They they just got their third loss last week against Indy. Yep. So, they, I mean, they still want to compete for the top seed. And right, New right. Orleans is up there right now, right? Yes, yes. New Orleans is up there. They're, they're number one seed. Rams at two. Um, That's crazy. So it's Yeah, if you would have told me beginning this season, like, I think when we did the predictions, I had the Rams as third in that division. If you would have told me that they were competitive, not, not just competitive, but leading the division right now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have believed you, but... Yeah. yeah. It just shows uh, consistency I've, matters, and that I think yeah. they might be the most consistent team in the NFL. I agree. I agree. Well, no, I, I think it's... Other, other than Kansas City, I would say that it's New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah. yeah. Out of, out of that, that next tier of teams, I would definitely put the, um, the Rams. Mm-hmm. Because I think that you can use... New Orleans and Kansas City are getting to the point where you can pencil them in for a certain amount of wins every year, no matter what. Whereas yeah. the Rams, we've seen like they can go oh, I, thirteen I just to three with their with their play style and like just the way that they win. Oh, okay, right. It's just I, I, I can see that. This year. New Orleans, like I mean, they've kind of looked really up and down, like even with Breeze, and people yep. have like been really questioning them, and, like the start of the season. Or at least after the first three the weeks, like New Orleans, like people are saying, ah, are they even going to like be ahead of Tampa towards the end of the season, even though they beat right. Tampa? Like, right. I got you. But yeah, I just think that their play style is very consistent. I agree. Well, that's Thanksgiving week. What you what you got going on? What y'all got going on for Thanksgiving over there? Uh, we're gonna go to Tiff's boss's house. Um, you know, watch a little football. Eat a lot. So her landlord actually gave her a ham. <laughs> like, just uh, happy holidays. Here's a ham. So it's frozen right, right now in the uh, freezer. 
might unfall that, you know, have a little extra, you know, some leftovers for like a week. And I, well, we didn't really talk. Did we talk Eagle Seahawks? I picked the Eagles. Yeah, we did. We right. talked about it briefly. I'm picking Seattle just because I think they're the better team. You said that in a crazy world, this could be the time that we actually beat them. Yeah. No real deep dive there. Yeah. Yep. So that's pretty much it. How about you guys? What do you guys got going on? Same, same shit. My parents' house um, for like Thanksgiving lunch for the early game. Her parents' house for like that 4.30 type shit. And then... That's it. Her mom's birthday's on Friday. My birthday's on Sunday. So, just chilling, really. Oh, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Everyone's coming up. Got, got my own health interest. And then, what's it called? Dan's sister's on Monday, right? Uh, no, she's, no, she's, she's, on, she's, she's on your day, and then John's and then birthday John's, is Monday. All right. Bir- birthday week's coming up, bro. And yeah, man. Hopefully, I catch up to you in these fucking standings, too. Yeah, we'll see. You got a couple of splits there, and you probably will get at least one with Seattle. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right, man. Until then, dude. Peace. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Later.